the way I see it, moving from chaos to peace is not as much about what you let go of, but more importantly, what you keep, what you decide to surround yourself with. Welcome to my podcast from Chaos to Peace with Connie. I am Connie Graf and your host, and I will explore with you how a few minutes a day can keep the chaos away. And with chaos, we're talking about the physical, digital, social, financial, mental, emotional, and spiritual clutter that can accumulate in our life and business. In every episode, I want to make you aware how clutter is so much more than you think, how it affects your finances, and how clearing your clutter leads to more time, more money, and more peace. Let's go. Well, hello, my friend. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Connie Graf, your host. Thank you so much for allowing me back into your ears. Please subscribe and follow the podcast if you haven't done so yet. This way you never miss an episode. And maybe you share your favorite episode or the podcast with your family or your friend or your business bestie. Because if you find value in what I'm talking about, they will too. So this is a rewind of an older episode. And I don't do this necessarily to save time or because I run out of topics. I do this because we need to hear things more than once. I need to say things more than once. I might say it differently the second, the third or the 50th time and then you can hear it. So the other day, a podcast that I was listening to here and there announced that episode 162 was their last episode. One of the reasons they named was that they have said what they wanted to say. They have said everything that was important. So we all can just go back and re-listen to old episodes and hear and learn everything we need to learn, they said. They had some other reasons, of course, but this is what stood out for me, because sometimes I also feel that way. I also feel I've said everything. There is only so much to know. There is only so much to say. There is no magic bullet. There is nothing new under the sun. But then I remember hearing it once is not enough. We often have to hear things several times, multiple times, often even from different sources and different people. It really depends where we are in our life and business at the moment when we're hearing a certain information of whether it sinks in or gets repelled or just passes by us. Second, information alone is not enough. Knowledge is not enough. Real knowing comes from experience, whether that's imposed on us experience or us taking intentional action and doing what we learned and heard. Anyways, long story short, I republish certain episodes from way back because these are important concepts or ways I look at things. I look at how to move from chaos to peace. I look at how getting organized and achieving elegant finances. And chances are, if you haven't found me over three years ago and listened to every single episode since February 2020, you don't know how I think about certain topics. But by the way, if you do listen since 2020, thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. Please reach out to me and tell me because I would want to give you a shout out. But even if you listen since 2020, chances are you forgot about it in the meanwhile. So for you, it's a refresher too. 
And actually, for me, in a way, it's a refresher too, not the topic itself, as I often talk about that we want to align our space to us, that we want to align our space to our priorities, that we want to create a space that supports us, that we want to align our space to our stage of life and business. For me, it's interesting to re-listen to my past self and how I sur- and how I sounded back then. I admire her that she had the courage to weed out all her mental clutter and show up over and over while her life was falling apart around her. But in hindsight, this is how I got through the hard times, by focusing in what I keep in my life, by focusing on aligning my space, my physical, digital, financial, mental and emotional environment with myself with my dreams and with my desires and making sure my environment is actually aligned with the stage of life I'm in. This is what we all can do, even if the world around us is crazy or crumbling. Aligning the space with us, making our immediate environment we are surrounded with easier for us, more peaceful. That is what is important. I am so often asked, where do I start getting organized? Where do I start decluttering? I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know where to start. This is it. By aligning your environment with yourself. I often notice, and I even talked about it before, how I really don't like the word decluttering that much because the way I see it, moving from chaos to peace is not as much about what you let go of, but more importantly, what you keep, what you decide to surround yourself with. Anyways, you now hear episode number 14, but I cleaned it up a bit. I took out me talking about the workshop that I was planning back then and other talk that is really not relevant three and a half years later. But aside of that, here you go. Align your space with your priorities. Enjoy. Back to this week's topic of aligning your space with your dreams and desires. And with space, I mean your home or your office. It depends where you want to start. While I was preparing for our workshop that I mentioned, just mentioned before, and I'm posting and talking about it, I noticed how I thought to myself, I don't even like the word decluttering that much. Because for me, it's not that much about what you let go. So declutter. And it's more important what you keep and what you decide to surround yourself with. If things go right, at least in my opinion, your home is your sanctuary where you feel comfortable, safe and can recharge. But if you work from home, then your office actually gives you the feeling of being able to be productive, creative and efficient. You most likely got to know and experience your home in a completely different way these past few weeks, which puts you in a great position, actually, to really know what's working and what's not working and what kind of space you really and ideally would want to spend your time in. That is a good starting point. So how about you ask yourself now, how far off is your home from this ideal? On a scale of one to 10, where about is your home right now? And I just want to say it out loud right away. I think the goal can be a 10, but it's perfectly fine to only be an 8 or a 9. And why would I say that? Well, A, we're really not striving for perfection. And we are changing and evolving constantly as humans. And the idea is that your home changes and evolves with you and for you. So aim for an 8 or 9 and ask yourself first, 
Where is it right now? What I notice a lot when I work with people is that their home doesn't evolve with them. It's not where they are in their life. The home often represents how their life used to be, not so much how it is now or where they are heading. A family with young children has different needs than a family with teenagers or a single person lives different than an elderly couple where the kids have moved out already. Any major change in your life might require a change in your home, and that's not always easy. But if we truly want that our home is a sanctuary and supports us in what we do and what matters most to us, we need to think about how it ideally would look like and then work towards that. So ask yourself, what are your priorities at this time in your life? Often life takes over, work, school, chores, outside demands, and we lose sight of what would be important to us. But you can take a few minutes and think about it. It's really worth it. Then... You may take a love tour through your home and see where it aligns already with your priorities, dreams, and desires. I talked about that in episode 5, how I feel it's important that we appreciate and recognize first what it's working for us in our home. So take a love tour, try to look at it all with fresh eyes, as if you would see it for the very first time, or as if you had been away for a while. (laughs) Don't you wish? So for example... If one of your priorities is to be able to come home and relax and read, ask yourself, do you have a nice, comfortable space to do that in? Or maybe even a few different ones? I, for example, sit in my chair in the living room when I read in the morning. But when it's nice weather, I want to be outside, so I have a cozy spot outside to sit and read. And in the evening, my joy is to read in bed. (laughs) I do so since I'm a teenager. Reading is a priority for me, so I have several ideal spots to do that. And depending on what I read, what time of the day it is, I sit somewhere different. (laughs) Another example is I mainly cook and eat at home. But cooking is not a passion of mine. But still, I want that the kitchen has a flow to it, or maybe even more so I want that the kitchen has a flow to it, so that the cooking and baking is easy to do. So my kitchen is set up in a way that makes cooking and baking really easy. The pots and pans, the dishes, everything is stored in a way that makes the process flow really easy because I enjoy home-cooked meals, but I don't enjoy spending too much time in the kitchen. I always joke and say, anything that takes longer than 15 minutes to do is not for me. i give you a third example. I love the lifestyle I'm living on acreage with animals and a garden. When we moved into this house, there was no mudroom, no place to put muddy boots and wet and dirty jackets. But I want my house to support me. So one of the first things we did, we had to create a space where we can come in from the outside and take off the dirty and wet stuff. It's also the place where I can store bulky winter clothes and boots in summer. It's where we have gloves of all kinds, fly spray, sunscreen, hats, scarves, toques. By having everything for our lifestyle right there in one place, and by not tracking the dirt into the house when coming in from chores, garden work, or fence repair, I make my life easier and my house supports me and my priorities. Can you see now how this works? Can you see now how you can look at your home and see where it supports your priorities and your lifestyle and where it doesn't? The idea is now not to necessarily start a big renovation project or even worse, to move into a different house. But where can you tweak or change something so it supports you more? Where can you create little islands to relax or little corners to create and be creative? 
or rearrange things so it flows better, for example, in the kitchen. When you start with your priorities, dreams and desires for your home, and you get clear on how you want to feel and function in your home, then your goal is not to just simply declutter somehow. When you do it this way, you have your very own guide and understanding of what fits in your life and what and how your home can support you in all you do. This way, it's easier to figure out what items it's time to let go of. And it automatically becomes more about what you keep and less about what you let go. You focus on what you want to create and not what you lose by letting go. So again, you start by thinking about where you are in life and what your needs are for this stage of your life. If you live with someone else, this could be an interesting dinner talk conversation. Then the next step is you do the love tour through your home with your priorities in mind and you figure out where does your home already align with your needs and where not at all. From now on, you can work towards your vision and by making changes a few minutes a day, letting go of things that don't fit in your life anymore, you're working your way step by step and minute by minute towards a home that supports you and is your sanctuary. Try it out and let me know what you think. Okay, my friends, that's it for this week. And as always, don't just listen to my podcast. Please take action. A few minutes a day keeps the chaos away. And as always, you find all the links of the things I was talking about in the show notes. And the show notes you find at conigraph.com forward slash podcast. That is conigraph, C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F dot com. Thank you for joining me on the podcast and listening all the way to the end. If you found value in what I was talking about, please share it with your family and friends. Because if you found value in it, they will too. Thank you and have a beautiful and amazing week. And please subscribe so you never miss an episode. See you next time. Take good care and be safe.